0: The Unholy Trinity Podcast Three Blues Three Opinions One Everton Podcast
1: Welcome to episode 33 of the Unholy Safety Podcast, where this week we'll be discussing the appointments of Don Carlo Ancelotti.
0: I have to here take my hat off to Farhad, because, you know, we interviewed a lot of people, and Farhad was pushing for a world-class manager. He wants this team to be where he's wanted it to be for three and a half years. He wants this club to be winning trophies. That's what he's here for. Um, We want a world-class manager to help us do that and to get us to this magnificent new stadium.
1: We'll be talking about the Arsenal and Leicester games. Fabian Delft, Mina. Davis has made the run here for Sidibe, promising for Everton... And then he absolutely belted the
0: crossing in the cannons off
1: Jake Tosen and flies behind And we're going to look ahead to a busy Christmas period at home to Burnley and away at Newcastle United Bernard, saw the run of Lucas Dean outside of him and found him Good ball in as well, calvert lewin brilliant, absolutely brilliant from Everton Now we're in a breakwoods edition today, as we, we record them on location as some might say, in a lovely little restaurant down in South Liverpool called Murray, we're being well looked after and a lovely Christmas roast. That's nice, pretty that one probably it? the best I've had. For, really nice yeah, roast. That. No, no offense to your to your Toby totally Carveries and all that, but it absolutely bladders every one of those places because it's absolutely lovely. It's I'm like, like
0: having Sam Allardyce in an Anchelotti for roast, isn't it? I,
1: I think I think it's a, it's absolutely fantastic <laughs> analogy that to be honest. And um, all that all that's uh, left to come now is uh, three portions of sticky top and pudding. Oh. Which um which which could arrive during the first part of the of today's recording.
0: What did you have mate? You had the chicken didn't you? I
1: had the chicken yeah lovely lovely and tender. Pete joined me with the chicken. Um, Lots of
0: gravy. Lots of gravy. Well
1: Northern boys love gravy I think what you said. <laughs>
0: Lee, What you have? Do you have a bit, a bit of beef? Bit of beef. Yeah, lovely, lovely bit of beef. with A glass of red. And a nice.
1: glass of red. Yeah. Pete's Pete's not drinking. You are driving, Pete? I
0: am on, on a limo.
1: On a limo. On, lemonade. <laughs> 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 it is Christmas after all. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just put my tactics against that. Um, I've, I've got some. I've got some. Uh, Camden Camden Town Lager. I've got which is actually uh, quite nice. A little so Pale so. ale. Yeah, no, I don't think it is. Do you do, 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 uh, do pay later? but I think I've gone for the normal lager option. Oh, nice. uh, well, no, it's nice. So, if you listen, over the uh, the Christmas period, you get yourselves down here because you do an absolute, the, the roast is fantastic. The tapas is lovely. Lee, you've been down here a few times with the tapas.
0: Tapas is great, yeah. Really, really good. Loads of different options. Uh, reasonably priced. I mean, this roast, even the roast is what, 12 quid?
1: Yeah, 12 quid, yeah. Just we better it
0: get it for free now, we're giving this a great plug here.
1: Yeah, we are, yeah, yeah. Mention our names and you'll charge you more. <laughs> but no, Get safe. if you get yourselves down, you get yourselves down, you're well look after, looked after, great service, great food. Um, and it's it's nice for us to be out, out and about today, isn't it? After after the appointments of one of the world's top, and, and, and as much as people might think I'm joking, I'm not, one of the world's top, top managers. It's at Everton Football Club.
0: Massively, mate. Um... You know, I mean, I know we went to the game yesterday and we'll talk about that in a minute um, but to get someone of that calibre and it's been rumoured for well over a week um, but until it's over the line you don't really believe it because it's Everton isn't it? um, yeah. but what an appointment what a coup for us to get him through the door like, um, I didn't think we'd get him I said on the podcast hmm. didn't I he won't leave Italy I thought no way the stage of the career he's at after already managing in England would he come back especially to Everton um, I'm thrilled to be wrong, mate. Like.
1: Yeah well it's it's something that which we've gone over for the last well since Silva left the club and you know, who were the ideal candidates, who would we want to bring into the club? Um last weekend when we when we discussed them we met up and the, the two that we just discussed at length were Mikel Arteta and, and Carlo Ancelotti again. Funnily enough the two of them were in the stands yesterday. And if you looked maybe from last week you'd say well Arteta would be coming to Everton and Ancelotti would be going to Arsenal it, it's it's a reverse and I was very much an advocate for, and Nicola, Arteta type in terms of coming to Everton and what, what our model is. But I, I've been caught up massively with the excitement of, of a bunch You know, there was, I'm sure there was a plane sacker on, on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> uh, he was arriving here at Liverpool Airport, and it was just. I think it's an absolutely amazing step by the club, and I think Farhad this year is the one that we can all probably thank for for having a bit of a vision here. And I'm putting his name on the line. And I'm going for what some may say and what what he said in the past as a Hollywood manager. No, let's not forget, Machine a fraud. he is a fraud. Yeah. yeah. Put that
0: in there. Yeah. Important point. <laughs> no, but genuinely, genuinely, <laughs> and we'll, we'll touch it in more detail in the middle section, isn't it? But I think, genuinely speaking, and it's no exaggeration, it's for me Everton's biggest ever management appointment. I, I, I know. Say, yeah. I, I know. We've brought people in. Yeah. Like you know, obviously, Kendall went on to be what he was after a player. But you've got to you've got to give him credit there. I
1: mean, yeah. We've we've gone about we've gone about our business correctly. Thank you. And, um, it's okay. <laughs> just just keep on listening here because we're <laughs> having, our, having our table cleared. So we've got a bit of background noise.
0: Oh, yeah, some sticky toffee pudding in so there. Try to be dead quiet now.
1: So <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Well, no, I think it's an absolutely fantastic appointment. And it says a lot about where Farhad had sees our club going. Uh they interviewed Bill Kennight yesterday and, and he, he put a lot of praise on Machine for for getting and attracting Carlo Ancelotti to the club and it's it's if you would have said to me this time a couple of years ago when Allardyce was in the dugouts that you know in a couple of years ago we're going to have someone of the name of Carlo Ancelotti at the Football Club I would have said you're yeah, absolutely off your head but listen what, what an absolutely yeah. fantastic statement look, look at what he's won as a player as a manager he's been all over Europe and won honours all over um and I know he's always minds the, the biggest and the best but he obviously gets a tune from players, he's worked with the best in the world, he's worked with quality players throughout know, his whole career. So it's now the question is, what can he do with Evan and with our players?
0: Listen, if you win the Champions League, it doesn't matter what club you're at, to win the Champions League is an amazing feat.
1: Yeah. It no, two two I think I
0: think that's that's the statement of the, the calibre of manager he is.
1: Yeah. And you wouldn't you wouldn't have said it would you you wouldn't have said it two years ago. You know, without without that, that kind of manager. Well look if you'd have said NFL. to me
0: like literally what? Six, seven years ago literally Everton would have a billionaire owner, on the verge of moving to a brand new ground on the docks and Carlo Ancelotti as your manager you'd have actually just gone, you're absolutely joking aren't you? And you know, to think in that short time, we've had all those three that have come in, it's incredible absolutely incredible um, and the club needs and we'll, again I don't want to go into too much detail in it, we want to analyse the game don't we, um, before we do sort of discuss more about Carlo, but um, on that front, I mean, we've got a couple. The games come thick and fast over over Christmas, but we were going to review the Everton Leicester game, and then the obviously the game, the Dower nil nil with Arsenal yesterday. What were your boys' thoughts? I know Mike, we went to the Cup game, didn't we, Pete? You, you unfortunately couldn't make it. we were working. What were your thoughts on that, Mike?
1: Um, the I Cup game. It, it was very similar to what we what we saw yesterday in regards to the the whole performance across 90 minutes yesterday was you. poor it was leggy mm. um, the, the Leicester game that first half was pretty, very poor went in 2-0 down we just went into the races and it was a bit of a surprise because you've got obviously it's, it's a quarter-final a major cup competition in this country um, and I thought the players would react a little bit a little bit better I think if we just look at Wednesday in isolation I think we showed them uh, once again the heart of the players have got under Duncan Ferguson, what he's still in them. Because the knackered make the no mistake, they're absolutely knackered But they showed it again. I mean, when when Bain sorted that one in the ninety first, ninety second minute, you think it's our it's our day. I'm yeah, celebrating like a Gideon for I mean, a long I've time. I have not, see, I've not <coughs> seen that. This, the scenes. I was in the garden
0: uh, bouncing, wasn't it?
1: Oh, the scenes were absolutely incredible. It was it was unbelievable. I mean, it took a my doors. I don't. I think yeah. she lost. She lost here in one in one of these. And, <laughs> that's her and first, that's limbs, just, is that first limbs. Think moment, think is that first limbs moment? I think it is. Yeah, it is. And she just couldn't believe it. The she, she, she couldn't hear out of one ear, and there was just people in the aisles, and I know, it was just absolutely crazy. And you just think at that point, this is ours now. Leicester's heads have gone. Really, hard, and You think this is where you you're begging time, really. you back for fix really. Because if it goes into exercise, I think we get through. Yeah. I think the the crowd were kind of team. They, they obviously yep. you scored absolutely poorly You know from. You know, the, the best left back I've ever seen at the football club in late Baines and it was just such a shame the way that it, that it ended it was
0: a very un-Baines like penalty wasn't it in the shootout it was, good, was a, it
1: wasn't good
0: it's one of those things, you just come off the euphoria of scoring a goal like that and then you know he's he's normally clinically, he normally finds a side net underneath. not he? both him and Tosin are almost carbon copies of one another weren't they I know they're taking him different feet but like t- keep his right yeah just slightly to the right of the, yeah. the, of the keeper really, nice height
1: Tosin was, was a bit better if you could say that Um in terms of it, it was a bit more towards the corner, but the height was perfect for the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. After, by the way, Pifford have made an absolutely fantastic save. Well, did that one. Great it? save, and you think?
0: But Madison, who thinks he's Andre Pelo. Yeah. yeah. I like good the player. little look he gave him after as well. Did you see that <laughs> after he yeah. saved the penalty? Yeah, yeah, you, give yeah. him, you Give him yeah. a couple of yeah. eyes. Yeah. He needs knocking down a peg. I see that lad. That Madison. He's, he's, he's something else. Isn't he? he's, he's a good. He's a good player, loves himself, doesn't he? He's, loves himself.
1: So. As a player. Maybe that's a good thing, I don't know, but unless you're one of the world's best, I don't think you can afford to be that no. way. He was, he was regarding the fans so the game, less of a waste time from JB early on. Schmeichel should have been booked early. Uh, what he was doing during the penalties was I could not believe, but I could believe because it was John Moss, that he didn't actually say to Schmeichel, Right, get away from the player, just stay on your line because so, he was going right up. Head, yeah, head you know, he, was, he was spreading
0: his yeah, arms out and then slowly arm. walking back yeah. to make the goal look you know, What's I mean, that about?
1: you know, know and yeah. I'm all for you know, reverse psychology and stuff like that. And I don't mind a bit of gamesmanship to be honest with you, but I just think he's really in. But John Moss had no control of the game throughout. There was two points where one we took a goal kick, one we took a free kick, and we'd taken it. And he stopped us yeah. to make a sub. There was though.
0: one with Moy's Keem actually brought it down brilliantly, yeah. thinking now we're up against their defence. Yeah. Just before Baines' goal, wasn't it? If, if and then and he brings it back and goes sub. Yeah, sub here. If the sub's not ready, mm. the sub's not coming on. But he yeah. stopped the whole game after Pickford had taken after he'd blown. Yeah. Pick with actually Take the, take the goal kick in the first. He, he, things with John Moss. He loves being the centre of attention, doesn't he? He's yeah. never up with play. He shouldn't even be at that level of referee for me. He's he was absolutely dread. He loves being the pantomime, pantomime villain, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm away here at Goodison. I'm getting loads of abuse. Love it. Let's just try and give it. Yeah. And there's one bit what completely compounded the whole thing, where Keane went. Moyes Keane went down in the box and he blew and pointed and mm. everyone on the ground thought it was a penalty, but he, he pointed for the goal kick. Yeah, yeah. And he knew that he did that on purpose. Yeah. He did that because I'll do that. And I'll, blow, and I'll point as well to make it look like a penalty He's, he's, he's an absolute idiot, that fella. Really is. I mean, a, the, the, the refereeing in the Premier League, full stop for me, is dreadful. I was going to say, state the modern game, isn't it, where yeah, officials have dreadful. become like celebrities? Yeah, it's I dreadful. think it's, it's really unhelpful for a good referee. Yeah, I can't think of many refs that you'd turn around and go, he's a top ref in the, the Premier League. He's
1: a record shop, John Moss's, you know that? No, I didn't know that. John's a record shop, Don't know where he is, bad of look up. Thanks for that knowledge, mate. So if you want to yeah, get down here and fill your stockings with John Moss's records, your boots. Um, <laughs> no, going back going go go back, back to the game. Go back to the, can't
0: stand. Going, going back to the game. Going back to the game. I thought it was a strange game. Everyone was talking about. Obviously, it was a sellout. You, could, you know, people struggling to get tickets. You know, everyone thought it was going to be night night game. Goodison quarter final, arguably our biggest game of the season. Fergie's on a little bit of a roll, and it was a really weird game because I think the way we set up Ferguson, and you can't really criticise him at all because he's done a great job since he's come in. I think, I think we gave him far too much respect from the whistle we gave him far too much respect We rather than put it on them and get the crowd up, for his, up behind us straight away we were wary of Vardy's pace and we literally dropped off them so we would obviously clearly told when we haven't got the ball let Johnny Evans have it let Wes Morgan have it he was brought in obviously to try and win a few headers against Carver Lewin and as a result Leicester were just playing in front of us all day playing in front of us we had hardly any of the ball but no one was putting any tackles in we were so far off them they were just literally playing. I mean, they weren't penetrating us a lot, but it, it was just a, a really weird performance. We're at home here, night game. Let's get into them. Let's put them under pressure. I so think you told them you know not I mean, to press because you didn't yeah, want them to play Yeah, because pacing throws. behind, and pacing behind, though, because literally we were that deep. There was no. Because obviously we had Mina and Keane, because Holgate was having to play in, in but, but that's it, right? You, you beat the pressing, you threw. Yeah, exactly. But I think they tried a couple of long balls initially, but because mm-hmm. there was a, a small gap between our defence and Pickford, it didn't work. So, really, as a result, Vardy didn't have a kick all game. Was really Vardy was very quiet because yeah. he's the most informed striker in the league at the minute. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think we gave him too much respect. And the goal they scored was a soft goal. I mean, they got in down the, down the right hand side and it was just simply a pull back to the yeah. edge of the box. And he, he, there's no one near him. Yeah. You know, he's got time to take his touch and then bang it in the corner. And obviously, straight after that, two minutes later, it was a corner, wasn't it? And then
1: Bench's two
0: of them could have won that yeah. in the near post. And Keane's lost his man, hasn't he? It was Keane yeah. that lost his man lost Johnny Evans and it's a simple header and you're thinking here we go this could easily be uh, this could easily be you know 3 or 4 nil here if we're not yeah, careful um, and they weren't even playing great that's what annoyed me the most it's not as if they were actually you know ripping us apart were they we, we just stood off them far too much uh, second half though you've got to give them massive credit they've really gone, a, gone and had a go haven't they um, and to be honest you know what if Mina could head the ball properly we'd have won that game that one before half time That free kick Where there was no one near him He's headed it straight Did you see it Pete? Mm-hmm. And the I mean, second half as well won't it? He missed a the city. There was, no,
1: there was no pace on that ball in the first half To be honest with you And when it's come in He's had to the pace himself He should still score there yeah. No one near you, him You saw the Charleston Against Wolves yeah. In the season from a, uh, look at Dean Cross with no pace on. Yeah, floated. Yeah. And he's got, he's got it, it's more about Pogdare. But he got the run yeah. on it as yeah. well, didn't he, with yeah. Charleston? Yeah, he did. but, but He's me, got a yeah. score from there. Mina puts it, you know, another two yards away from Michael it in. no. Really? Know, he's, he's not going to get but it. But it's,
0: it's 2 1 half time there. It's yeah. a different game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And then straight away, second half, we had a little bit of a go. I thought, a Woby, struggled, to be honest. he struggled a lot out wide. We, we all agree there, Woby's not a wide player. I mean, he's having to play there now because of injuries but he's wasted out there he was getting a bit of stick around where I was sitting so he came in for a lot of stick didn't he yeah he was getting a lot of stick and um ended up you know trying to defend him in a couple. Of, I mean look he had a poor game let's have it right he did struggle but he's, he's not a wide player he's not a wide player at all um, and the last thing we want to do is destroy this lad's confidence you know what I mean just by getting on his case now he's like you know up there with Michael Keane and things like that yeah. but um, you know if, I just think if, if well Leicester had their chances as well but Mina scores those two headers. We're going through, aren't we? We do. Mentioned Michael Keane there a couple of times. Is it worth us talking about? I guess the current state of his play. His, yeah, you take those confidence. Yeah, it's he, hard to watch, isn't it? At the minute. It's hard to
1: watch. Yeah, he's he's never been one of those centre halves who, when the ball comes from on the floor, that you really trust. I don't even trust himself. To be honest with you, a, a mate of mine who came in matched match with me. Um, he said he's got uh, he got feet like super eagles. So when he when he plays a ball, it's generally leaping very obviously very high and what have you um, but there was that one moment, wasn't there, where he's, he's took the ball out from the back gone past one or two Leicester players, and he's gone to play at the outside on his right foot oh. and towed it out for a throwing and that, that was that, that was his, his, his kind of form at the moment it showed obviously against Arsenal, he was taken out to the side, wasn't he in the start but yeah, he's he's someone who's massively devoid of confidence. But I think it's who is think it's who is alongside him, which doesn't doesn't help. Obviously, K. Zuma last season gave both me and Keane the confidence. You know, I just, just because of his heart, pace. Just because of just because pace. Because he knows that you know, K. type will will recover and and any mistakes he does make, then generally he'll be okay. Well, he just
0: cleans him. up, doesn't it? Because yeah. I think what Keane what Keane's really good at, and what he was very good at Burnley at, and to some extent a little bit with his last season, what what he was good at Burnley at, they defended deep, never had to run him behind and he just wins he's good in the air he wins yeah. a lot of headers old fashioned centre half you know any any balls that come in I'll head it and the reason it worked so well with Zuma is like, if he misses a header or anything goes in behind Cooman. Z- <laughs> Zuma Zuma was so quick he'd, 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 he'd literally drop yeah. off and it worked I think that's what gave Keane the confidence to go you know what I'm not having to worry about anything in behind it that's yeah. his job now I just think he just I mean you're almost watching him crumble in the game yeah, in front yeah. of your eyes and yeah. you can see the fans just like you know, I mean, look. Everyone's got their opinion. I just, I I, you, just you can't be getting on the players' backs, can you? Every time he gets it, now there's a couple of ones where you nod it back to Pickford. But, but some of his mistakes
1: yeah. are so basic, are are, so mate.
0: fundamental, it, they're almost unforgivable. And you can understand the fan reaction. Can't it, it, you can, but, you know, but, but it's like a nervous thing, going like, "Oh, he's not going to head it back." Or, it, you know, know I mean? let, like, say letting the ball bounce. You, know, you know, when I you're I not know, facing play. You know, but really basic things the kids get shouted at. And you, I think when you, you know, when you're in the stands and it's Everton, you. It's I just, it, it is unforgivable. I but you, the Not thing acceptable. is, look, the thing is, there's, there's different types of you know, players in any walk of life, and any, some players doesn't affect them that. Other players like him it clearly does, doesn't it? You can see him shrinking in the game, can't you? Yeah. You can see him visibly shrinking in front of you. Even the basics like knocking out for throwing, Vardy really bullied him and Jamie Vardy you wouldn't say he's like a big lad is he there's at all seriously, he, he, times where
1: he, he's just little nudges and sho- and yeah little nudges, and, yeah. and won the ball and exactly you think, you know, you, Michael Keane 6'4", 6'4", oh, 5 he's a big lad I know he, there's no way he should be getting Buddy back no by not by at Jamie all buddy?
0: I mean there was one bit in, when it was 2-1 or it was 2-0 even still actually where the ball came just a long punt again looking for Vardy over the top Keane's got it all day, nodded back to the keeper. He lets it bounce, lets it bounce again. Yeah. He then, instead of, of going right, knock it out for a throw in, then, mate, he tries to take a touch.
1: Yeah, Pickford's in two minds as Correct. well, then, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Vardy then intercepts it, yeah. shoves him out of the way, back heels it straight to, um. who was the lad, number 11 for them? can't remember his name.
1: That way, Albright.
0: Albright. And he, and he has a first time shot, and it's the top of the bar. Mm. And that's all come from.
1: Mate, right, just put it out, mate. Just put it out for a throw in. Yeah. Reset, put it out for. He's, he's, you know he's, what I mean? He's indecisive, isn't he? And what it does, but, but that is that is it that Just looks hard So what's yeah. like I said. It's yeah, like. It is that's a confidence, but I mean, obviously, it wasn't. Yeah, he didn't defend their position. Mina
0: had a, a poor game for me as well. I know the conditions weren't great and all that, but he was missing, missing headers and misplacing passes and stuff like that. Like the two of them yeah. were, were misjudging yeah. the
1: bounce of the ball quite often, to be honest yeah. with you. And you, you I I've never have trusted those two together as a, as a pairing. We've all said that when similar, in there, it's it's a lot better. Um, but you know, you you look at going towards obviously the the, the penalty side of things. We got ourselves back in a game. We scored an absolute belter. I mean that Bain's goal was unreal. rolling back the years there. The, the, the fella's the fellas coming on on the Sunday against United for Luca Dean after 20-25 minutes. You know, he's, he's played. towards the sixty five minutes there. Um, full ninety. He's yeah. Played the full ninety against Leicester.
0: Best player on best player in our team by a mile he, in that. game He was game.
1: man in the match against Leicester. Tigger's go out of the equation, he was man in the match against regardless because the, some of the uh the sackers he put in, he needs to play so well. Yeah, and he, and does. he's a footballer. Yeah, and you can does. see by the, Just doesn't give it away, does that, he? he doesn't? He's, he's he's different, he's different level for yeah. me. Um, as much as I love Luca Dean and what have you, a prime Blyton Baines is, is the best yeah. left back I've ever had yeah. for yeah. me.
0: I've still not got got um, lost me fantasies of him F- Philip Philip in it in central midfield for us. It's I'd love I'd love for it to happen. It's not going to Martin has that, will not it? <laughs> well you it. think
1: though with obviously what's happening in central mid, obviously with Holiday dropping in there, you, you wonder whether it's it crossed Ferguson's mind to, to give things a go with, I think if Dean was fit, you might have seen him in there yeah. because he's someone who could orchestrate the play. Because yeah. really he's such a good footballer, he's oh, so yeah. intelligent. Got a great I mean for it. me,
0: I mean I'm I'm surprised not, considering not we've got so many injuries, we've not explored the option of playing someone like Leighton at left back and then Dean at maybe left mid or something like that. Big that's risk it. though, isn't it? One of them gets injured. Well, it's a big risk, of course, but I'm talking about like we're depleted. Could is mean, there though. Don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, <yeah>, don't worry, Pete. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that's the answer to your question. No, I think that's why it's not being not. No, feet, but, it's, but you think about it, it's, it's a logical thing. They're both very comfortable on the ball, although Dean, you can see the difference. He really struggled uh, against against Arsenal. Um, I mean, it, just from the basics, I thought Leighton put in about four or five corners in that game and free kicks that were on the money Quality, yeah. and you look at it yesterday I mean it was absolutely chalk and cheese but, was it yeah. a quad injury Dean had I think it was a groin well, it was groin, 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 yeah. groin tight groin wasn't it, it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so I was surprised that, that, he, that he came I back was
0: thinking in. was that why his corners was so poor I don't
1: know you know potentially maybe. But, maybe. But, but whether he thought that the Leighton Bains couldn't do three games in six days potentially um, maybe that was the reason behind it but um, I don't know I think it's a sort of wrap up Leicester I think it would have been Fantastic fit. Obviously, Anthony coming in so have a semi final to attack. I mean, Leicester got Aston Billy. I, I know. I mean, well, suppose to we were in the zone we wouldn't have got Aston Villa. <laughs> so
0: no. but, but I do agree with you there. What an opportunity for Anthony there yeah. because I think he's a serial winner. Yeah. I think having a semi final to attack, yeah. you know, certainly like you said, if, they, if we'd have got Villa, then I mean, that's a real opportunity to get to a final of in your first it, season. Yeah. I mean, if he wins a League Cup. I was a hero. Yeah, well, I mean straight away you're a hero, you've got four years there but without even Yeah, you know I mean yeah, um, I was, yes, of course, And that's why I was more gutted than everything, uh, yeah. than anything. I think Fergie was as well. Ferguson made a point that when he spoke to the lads at half time, he, he apparently said, didn't he, this is this is pretty much Seamus's and Leighton's last chance to win a yeah, trophy. Yeah. He, he was good you for I mean. them he, in the he press comments after yeah. he, he
1: was closer to tears. looking for and he said, you know, there's a lot of seasons yesterday with them, at the moment, I'm, I'm gutted for the players and yeah. you know the second half. And, and he said the same thing when Bain scored that. Yeah. I just thought it was our night. I just thought we're going to get through. Um, so yeah, it was it was a massive shame. Um, it was
0: penalties there, just so getting, isn't it? So getting. So well, getting.
1: I, I think I mean let, let's finish things off there and, uh, and take a quick break, and everyone can can listen back to that uh, that Baines beans from the cracker. The fourth official has indicated that there will be a minimum of four minutes additional time. So Ferguson stops it. going to go for goal, and how? Leighton Baines with an absolute screamer, and the dance of delights from Duncan Ferguson again, as he hugs the ball boys. What a strike from Leighton Baines! Welcome back to the second part of this week's Unholy Trinity podcast, live was, it's not really live for those listening. But live, for <laughs> us. <laughs> from from the restaurant in in uh, Allerton Road. Now we're currently we're currently waiting for our uh, after dinner coffees here. So again, could be a little interruption, but we'll talk you through what we get when they arrive. We're going to have a have a quick chat about the the Arsenal game yesterday, and what obviously is was Duncan Ferguson's final game is... As caretaker manager, um, and it was a it was a real real strange game of, of two sides in very very similar situations. Obviously, the the two new managers were watching from the directors box, um, and it was a game that neither side really got hold of and looked like winning, did they?
0: It was a weird game. It was kind of like Ferguson's send off. I think he's done a fantastic job. If you'd have said that you got five points from those three games let's let's say essentially unbeaten could mm. be Drew really with Leicester in normal time then he's, he's done a good job with with. Let, let's be fair a team far from full strength yeah. um, you know when you look at that Leicester team I mean they've they've not even they've barely changed that side have they for like nearly 20 games mm. so you know you've got to give the guy credit he's lifted us as a club you know he's, he's for all those people knocking him as well saying what's he actually doing behind the scenes he's been there with mm. all these managers he's proven you a lot of people wrong yeah he yes, has. he really has so. you know what I mean he really has and, and you know what the press have got on board with it as well the press have loved him they've loved his honesty they've loved his interviews you saw him at the end there giving his you know his, 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 his a sweatband to one of the young fans there. And, you know, I mean what a great guy he is you know what I mean and, and to be fair it would be nice to give him a win to send it off because they were there for the taking, Arsenal completely you it was know, a Youngberg, poor Arsenal team wasn't it, it was, that's the worst Arsenal team I've seen when Goodison. you saw the lineup, I thought we can get at these and when I, yeah. I saw the, the performance they put in I, I mean I was saying on this <clears> podcast <throat> when we were talking about the Arsenal West Ham game it was the worst Arsenal side I'd seen in a long long time I think they were trumped by the side that they put out Goodison I thought they were awful Jungberg um, Young, was making a statement there he was yeah. dropping some senior pros and playing kids you know, we had David Luiz and Chambers at the back. I mean, the fact we didn't lay a glove on them is is, is a joke. Disappointing. It, it is a joke. I mean, look. You know, the rumour has it that uh, a lot of the players were poorly as well, would not they? You know, there's a virus going around the club.
1: Not, not not just the players. You were you didn't play players. You started. Yeah, well, were, Charleston yeah. was sick on the pitch apparently, in the first yeah, half.
0: Um, you know, but I mean, that's no excuse. I mean, we have played three games in in six days. Um, notoriously, the half twelve kickoff is is a joke. I don't agree with it. So I've always thought it was a stupid idea having a half twelve kickoff on a Saturday, but obviously that's TV now but um, it's just a shame we didn't quite I just felt we needed one goal and the game, the game would be over because yeah, you you're mean, still in bed at half 12 yeah. sod <laughs> off <laughs> crafting me <I> think. <laughs> um, no,
1: was tiredness was clearly a fact was uh, clearly a factor as was illness as it a, goes
0: as a yeah. you can see they were knackered weren't they they were knackered yeah.
1: and, and three, three games in six days and three games in six days against notoriously top sides as well you know Leicester are flying this season Arsenal United are generally top 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 sides and we've had the, obviously we had, we had the derby the other week and we've we played some some real quality Chelsea as well so it, it's definitely taken its toll on the players and what, what I'm sure Duncan Ferguson was asking of them the way that his what's what's now become his style of football and his four four two high energy uh, pressing in the right areas it's probably taken its toll because the players didn't play that way under Marco Silva mm. so it's going to, you know, it, it doesn't mean because now Carlo Ancelotti has come in, that things just automatically is going to change and we're going to start playing fantastic football. But the players have put a lot in, I think, and, and it showed that they have work at Duncan Ferguson. He put a lot of messages on yesterday, Luca Dean, Fabian Delph, mm. and thanking Duncan Ferguson for, for the work he's done with Oh, them. did they? I didn't see yeah, that? Yeah, on Instagram, yeah. yeah. So it's nice, it's nice to see and it's nice that he's, he's appreciated and, and, he's, and he's got a job going forward with with, um, with Carlo Ancelotti as well. So. It was just one of those games, as I say. It was just both sides didn't sign win the game for me. Thanks very much. And nice on cue. Yeah, the coffees a bit hard. We're going to talk to you because lee has got a beer as about these coffees. Thank you. And you're late about milk and all a milk after a certain time oh, that's of the day. Me. Yeah, thank you. So did any if you want any sugar at all? Fine, thank you. No, thank you. no fine, change, thank yeah. you. Um what, what have you got, Lee? What your your coffee?
0: deconstructed flat white a de- deconstructed de- flat white <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it's not it's not Hang on, this it's is, not I've just, I've just got onto this we've all got milky coffees why am I the one getting singled out no, for it's a cappuccino? it's yeah. cappuccino mate it's cappuccino it's as well. not mil- milky coffees either. I googled it after you said it. I've just crit- for those listening I've just criticised Pete for having a uh, cappuccino after 11am because it's bad etiquette uh, and a lot of the Italians and now we're you know run by an, by an Italian at the club Pete I think that's poor form yeah. But you know, and, comp- to, and, he, and the fact you googled it and checked it, and then you get that it's right as well.
1: If anyone wants to uh, tweet Mr. Ancelotti and ask him his thoughts on it, and uh, whether it is bad or not, then, then please on our behalf let us know. Because I, I
0: can guarantee you, Carlo just has a little espresso. You reckon? that's all yeah. Definitely, uncafe, uncafe. There are coffee
1: Sick. machines, knocking like Athens Farm There's pass. no way he's touching that. Honestly, well, um, there are. Yeah. Listen, there are. He'll have
0: his own coffee maker on, on uh, board. Come and try. I've heard it's him. good coffee, by the way. Athens Farm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Because i so happy.
0: I'll well, have, yeah. have to be now, though. it will have to be now. It'll have top be, be, top yeah. Now we know he's there, mate. Oh, it will have to be now. Top level. Yeah. Coffee,
1: pasta, no fruit, no veg. As yeah. that interview said. Yeah. When he Loves his coffee, loves his pasta. He does, and loves his wine. Yeah. And did he say a few of the managers? Bad wine has ba- bad. Mm. Wine. in England. Ferguson was always had a decent wine, didn't he? Yeah, enough money to throw around. Well, <laughs>
0: yeah, of course. Imagine a lad I just give him like a can of cider or something.
1: We still want Some Carling. Here you go, mate. <laughs> Blue Nun. <laughs> Some wa- warm, warm. <laughs> Blue Nun. That, that
0: classic. It's a warm Chang there, Mister. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: you
0: know, um, no, but going back to it, I think it was it was, it was a sort of weird game. It's like. We had the bounce of Ferguson, he's lifted the club pretty much single handedly, let's be fair. I mean we, you know, as fans and I'm, I'm, as on the podcast here, just a massive thank you to, to Duncan. I mean he's, he's he's completely lifted us out of the doldrums. The club was struggling. Um we were struggling to get any sort of result, even though a lot of games we we you know, we thought we'd get stuff out of, nothing was going for us. And you've got to give him credit. He's you know, single handedly lifted. You know, and he may end up managing us in the future. I can see it happening, you know, because it's, it's not just being Blood and Thunder 4 4 footy. He showed a bit of tactical mouse yeah. as well. You know, what he did with Holgate bringing him into midfield, what he did in the Leicester game, realising we were outnumbered in midfield and changed it to a three in midfield second half, completely changed the game. You know, so it's not just, you know, I think he's quite an educated guy as well. He's worked under like, a I lot mean. of top managers now, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And it, I yeah. mean, yeah. we're uh, working
1: now on the, the Ranchelotti is only going to, you know, improve. Ferguson's game yep. even more. I mean, he's, he's worked under some some quality. You can I mean, obviously Martinez, Cumin, Aladice not not under the under the quality banner, but he worked under him. Um, Marco Silva, you know, he's he's worked under a, under a lot of managers and, and obviously David Moyes area in, in his career. So to be working with one of the top top managers yep. in world football now can only benefit people like Duncan Ferguson and obviously their their coaching style and their understanding. Of, of, of uh, other managers and their, and their tactics. So, yeah, listen, he's done fantastic, and I'm absolutely delighted that he's proven people are wrong. I really am. He's more than just a fella. he puts the cones out. Mm. He understands football, he understands the tactical side of football, he's getting to understand probably the, uh, the man management side of football. Yep. Now, again, again, yesterday he, he hooked off Chem to Tosson yep. after bringing him on. It wasn't the same.
0: He went straight down the tunnel, didn't he? Slightly so, though. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he wasn't. yeah. I mean, yeah. I
1: suppose people are going to say, well, you know. Moise Keane got probably different sequence here in regards to the fan reaction. What what, what I would say is we, we all said Moise Keane, if he wasn't doing what Ferguson said, then he's ready to take him off. Yeah. We said it, I don't think it was handled particularly well. Um with that yesterday, Tossen just went and stick down to someone, didn't he? Um, and had not look at Ferguson. I don't think Ferguson's got any time for for sort of getting him in anything on the touchline with players. His concentration is probably just on what's happening on the pitch. Yeah. he's made he's made his mind up. Tossen got a good Seventy minutes because you mm.
0: come on here. You're on through a will be. It's a strange sub that though yeah. for me. One, I mean, he's not immune to criticism, Duncan, is he? Because obviously, no. like anything. But I thought, I know Bernard didn't have the greatest game because he's coming back from you know a fairly sort of bad knock that he had. But Bernard should have been the sub there, really. I think we were struggling for any sort of creativity. Oh, he's got to manage the players though, hasn't he? Now he they has to. He has do, to. You're right. And, but I just thought Bernard was the sub to make with the way we going off. Um, and you know you'll probably admit that now in hindsight it's easy to say in hindsight if Tosun had got the winning, you would have said he was a genius so but Tosun he does, he does a lot of running around doesn't he but it just doesn't influence the game I thought he? on the ball though yesterday was very very poor played a lot of strange long passes out wide and very few of them actually um, got to the man he was essentially just giving the ball away the amount of times so I saw him give the ball away the in, whole team was though, wasn't it The team was poor in the attacking third sides. of the pitch though as well it it, it he just had a strange game for me. He didn't see him on it, which is quite untouching. Like, because he normally you puts know. a shift in, doesn't he? He's normally quite high energy. he
1: called for it when he when he scored like a <coughs> lot He's Tottenham, yeah. And we said, you know, we need now a bit of a run at the side. Mm. And to be fair, he was given he was given a few games, wasn't he? And he didn't really do a great deal. And he's come on again yesterday, been given seventy minutes. And, and again, he, he sort of flattered to deceive. So I, th- I think that's definitely one for the for January, where you might see. There's talk already of a loan deal uh, for, for Tottenham leaving the club. So. You might do it. But I'd rather if we can get a payment deal for any players which are fringe, yeah, get rid of get, it. get a payment yeah. deal, you know. Um, but I but thought both
0: teams were. You know, we've said on previous pods where both teams are quite similar, except they've got world class centre forwards. Yeah. And I think that showed in the game yesterday. Yeah. They were like a mirror, mirror image of each other, both sides, yeah. both with new managers, obviously, both of them not on the bench, but obviously sitting in the stands. And I thought they were very much a mirror image of each other both teams weren't they and
1: and Abamian wasn't even at the races was he
0: no he 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 didn't look he looked a little bit he was their captain on the day but looked a bit disinterested he had that one chance Um, but when I look at that Arsenal team we played in the middle of that run last year obviously when we we were beating some of the so called top sides we absolutely ran at them Mm -hmm. overrun them completely didn't we We probably should have scored four or five not just the one and that game yesterday was like complete opposite wasn't it it was just like it was like both teams just were quite happy with the nil-nil. It felt like a testimonial almost, didn't it? You yeah. I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah so, someone said and, and obviously I don't it's two, but someone said it's, it's it was a clear sign of two outgoing managers basically not caring. And I think that's wrong. I think you know Big Doug is shown more than anyone else. He massively cares for everything and, and he wants to win every single game. Um and but I, I, all, I all also get the sentiment in a way. You know the, the new minds are watching in the stands. If anything I'm thinking as a player I better do something here. Mm-hmm. And, and no one for me. I mean I I'm on the match and it was voted for as well by, by our followers on Twitter was Sadivian. Yeah, I thought he played well. And you you were saying that a couple of people have were, were being criticised his performance and I, I can't see it. that mate. I just don't play. Yeah. I thought he played very well <laughs> out of everyone. Yeah. At least for me was quite comfortable am
0: on the match. Go 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 into both games in the space for three three days and watching Coleman, who we've all loved, let's be honest, he's been a great player for us. But watching Coleman and watching him, completely different, yeah. different animals. I mean he what Seamus does now because he's obviously lost that burst of speed that he always had where he used to sort of buccaneer down the right hand side he's lost that in his game now he's never been technically brilliant but what, the amount of times he gets it now and kind of like dizzle, dithers with it and then goes square or goes back to Pickford mm. you saw Sadibi, he's so comfortable in possession he'll quite happily just shake to go and play it back to the full or to the centre backs and then just like Croy fit or whatever, and, and, he, just, can, and yeah. he can get up and down, can't he as well. Yeah. He's got an engine, any. You think yeah, that's probably part of Coleman going maybe sideways or backwards sometimes. Cause he yeah. knows if he loses it, he's not got the legs to get back 100, yeah. I mean, Sadibi was like, you know, he's he's closing down. He was putting tackles in. He's, he's an athletic lad and he's a strong lad. He's a big lad, and he put a couple of lovely clip balls down the side when Richardson was playing there before the Woby went off. You know, he, he got in a couple of times down that side really, and I thought, here we go. And those two are linking up quite well. Unfortunately, then He has to go down the left. No one was really showing for me. He pretty much had to marshal the whole right hand side on his own because, mm. um, obviously, you know, uh, Davis was told to play out there, and obviously he's not a right mid any, any well, I mean, day of the week. Game, he you wants know. to come
1: inside, doesn't he? Of course he is. That's what was
0: so was looking after the whole that, that yes. side, wasn't he? Yeah, you know what I mean, um, but I thought, yeah, come through man of the match. I thought, I thought Holgate again played centre back. Yeah. For most of the game, yeah. then comes in and plays center. I mean, you know what, you've got to give credit to Mason. I think he's really stepped up last few games.
1: And he's done, he's done a bit, I was yeah. on his own record in terms of I mean Ferguson said Well, Holger said after the United game that he said, listen, if you want me to play in there, I'll play in there, it's not a problem. You know what am for a kid of his age who said this after the United game to, to do that a kind of attitude that shows a lot a lot of self confidence. Um but he's done a really good job, again back at centre half. He looked great, he, looked he does again, yesterday against Arsenal, didn't give Aubameyang a sniff for me. Um, and you know, with, of all the players who've come out of the recent weeks sort of fairly fairly well, he's probably the one that's at the top of the yeah. list. Him he, and Carvalhoeffer, you know, do we? Yeah, there's total both, a ton of, of, of a new contract for recent hall Holgate. Is there? Yeah, there's a lot of interest from other clubs, uh, trying to buy him. Newcastle, Newcastle, will, yeah, I wouldn't go there, would you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go there, would you? <laughs> Just wouldn't. But... You know, you
0: know what? If you get he split he split opinions whole get. I mean, this, he really has. Yeah. You know, yeah. amongst amongst you know um, you know some really like knowledgeable fan base as well. Um, but you know, you got you got. I, I think the lad's a natural leader. I think he'll go on to be a captain. Maybe not necessarily averse or whatever in the future. Hopefully, maybe it will be. But he's he, he's got that something about him. Hasn't a good he? mentality. Hasn't yeah, he? he has. He's got that um, strong character, has not he? it's like if you're looking we were analysing Keane before look at him they're, they're, I would say they're opposites yeah Holgate's the sort of guy that wouldn't shirk much for me do you know what I mean yeah. he, he's the sort of guy you, you know I'll still get on it even if you're going to even if you're going to criticise him yeah. and he backs himself a bit more doesn't he he
1: does yeah he's got a great pen as well against Leicester yeah he's got a lot of confidence but not to the point where someone James Madison before someone who's He's massively overconfidence in, in their ability yeah. Paul Gage is just someone who, who stands up for himself on the side and, and takes responsibility which is obviously what, what our side needs but yes, he just wasn't, just wasn't meant to be was it and you know it was yeah a draw was probably deserved um, we got another point Ferguson's come out of these these three league games with five points so we're in a, a better position and um, Ancelotti can, can now hopefully from, from a boxing day take us forward that's what we're going to be discussing next is the it's uh, it's uh, from Burnley Lisa Goodison. But in on this uh, on the next break I need to introduce this because what oh, this, yeah, you've talked about this before. This is an absolute classic this. Now those of our, our older viewers or viewers, viewers listeners, well <laughs> uh, <laughs> will, will potentially know about this song. It was the B side to Here We Go in eighty five, the cup final song. And it's uh, it's an absolute tearjerker. So you know get hanky the ready for uh, a little bit of home and dry. As we sail onwards to the promised land, a
0: one way ticket to our destiny. It's all aboard the good ship Victor.
1: back to the final part of this week's Unholy Eternity podcast as we look ahead to a quick turnaround in terms of games over the uh, the Christmas period with a, a game on Boxing Day first of all back at Goodison um, against Burnley before we travel to, to St. James's Park a couple of days later and I'm touching on obviously the, the Burnley game first we've got obviously Ancelotti is officially now taking over uh, got his press conference that, that's Monday 10 o'clock um, so he's gonna have sort of three or four days with the players. Now, obviously he introduced himself, didn't he? After the game yesterday he went down to the stage and news and Big Dunk said he gave a great a great speech to the players and you know getting them on board and, and obviously what he wants to try and do. But you know we, the, the proof will be in the pudding as the as the games go on because we've have got a, a decent little run coming up but looking at Burnley in isolation, it's gonna be great isn't it. Boxing day. Christmas festivities ongoing, and getting introduced to the crowd. You know, it's it's got to be a lift for for the players surely going into
0: that game. I mean, if you're a player in that dressing room right now and you've just been told Carlo Ancelotti's going to be your manager, you're going to be absolutely buzzing, aren't you? You are really. I mean, if they'd have been told Moyes or something like that, can you imagine? You know what I mean? mean, Half of them would have just gone, oh, here we go, I want out of here straight away, wouldn't they? Um, But with him coming in now, like you were saying before, Pete, top 10 manager in the world. It's got to be, has not it? Definitely. Just based on his CV alone. Coming in, difficult job, but the fact is that they're going to have an opportunity to now, now to work with, you know, one of football's brightest managers. Um, and I think, I think we, I mean, all being well, we could go and hopefully a bit of a run here um, with bodies coming back as well. Much needed bodies coming back. Let's hope we can. But like we were saying before, this really needs to be tampered with. The fact that the guy's going to be need any expectations here now needs to be completely just. Dropped. You know, we need to give the guy time.
1: He's called. He has called for. Yeah, his, and his, in, his, in his brief interview. Yeah. And, and yeah. time, yeah. Uh, and for the fans to get behind the players, which is the most important thing. you know? The
0: club need to amplify that as well for me as well. Well,
1: we, we, we set that me up when uh, obviously under market Silva. So we don't think he was particularly publicised very well by the club, and that's something which Martinez was. And we all knew about Martinez, and obviously his, bit of his home life and and his setup and things like that. Whereas silver which is probably the way they liked it wasn't really advertised particularly well because i know we did things which weren't
0: advertised but mm. you did a lot and you know, we went to like Everson, the community getting yeah. all three of us didn't we on thursday the christmas lunch yeah really nice thanks to dave and the team there for looking after us um Qu- quiz winners quiz, quiz winners sort of, yeah. quiz winners but that was great and you know did a little bit with those guys and bit you know raised a bit of money for them and, and that was fantastic but dave was saying I and mean, some of the team was saying there that he's done a lot that's just gone under the radar yeah. silver and you know, that sort of thing I mean, I'm not saying you have to publicise everything but those sort of things then get you know, us as fans on board to say actually you know what he's doing his bit here it, you know shows, I mean? it,
1: shows, it shows the buy-in to the club really from the manager correct. Um, correct and I think it's really important that we do we do have a a good advertising campaign when it comes to Ancelotti at the end of the day you've got one of the biggest minds names in the world as your manager so that's going to attract attention yeah. on its own, and on its own it'll, it'll
0: put Everton well and truly back on the European map for me in terms of attracting players as well if we're after a player now you know and we're linked with him the fact that Carlo's at the helm players will come for that alone won't yeah. they do you know what I mean we were already um,
1: before he's even come through the door there's been so of Ibrahimovic, and you know, we wouldn't have had that kind of that kind of talk or that kind of publicity yeah. in the paper, that kind of story, without that manager yeah. being in the club because of it. If Marco Silva was there, uh Dunfer had a job full time, that wouldn't yeah. happen. So we already we're seeing names, aren't we? Yeah. And that's that's the thing.
0: So they've not mentioned yet, it's Moy's keen. Yeah, as well. great thing. You great know, for him. if Ancelotti can get him scoring and firing, it's as good as a new sign. Well, he spoke fondly of him, hasn't he? And obviously, that he speaks obviously the same language, so you know that'll really help the kid. He'll know well. how to manage him. Yeah, it'll yeah. help the kid. I think it really will help him. I think we'll see the best of him hopefully next year. To be honest, when the team's a bit more settled and you know he's not he's not been you know having to go through what he's gone through a transitional team. Um, but no, I think you're right. I think it's it's um, a real opportunity. If you're the players there now, I mean, certainly if that was me and him in the dressing room now, I can't wait to get going for him. Um, and we'll see. We'll see who steps up. I think Fergie will have known as well. By the way, in those short games, he would have been in charge. He was up for the fight and he wasn't wasn't he. So I'm glad Fergie's been carried on as well, and it's worth mentioning that, isn't it? That uh, you know, I think you know, Carlo's not stupid, is he? You know, he'll, he'll have you he had Gray Wilkins at Chelsea. As, as a sort of like link between the club and the management it's, it's what, you know what I, mean? I, I think in, in,
1: in this country especially it's what's needed I mean we, we always say it, everything about people need to understand the club and what we're what all about and what our, our ethos is and there's no better way for a new manager to understand that than to have someone working for him who has been at the club like Bumper Ferguson as, as a player yeah. as a manager, someone who Bill Kennedy said yesterday when he was interviewed, he thinks the only person who could have brought the players and fans together in the last sort of few games would be Duncan Ferguson. He's the only one who could have done it. Yep. So rightly so, he keeps, he's got a job at the club, yep. and, and he's going to be there obviously for hopefully four and a half successful years, if not more. But um, you know, it's it's a, it's a decent way for the manager to, to start things when he's uh, at home to to Burnley. Aside, he would be a little bit hit and miss. They, they got it a win yesterday away at Bournemouth a league winner uh, which you know you'd, you'd like to come into the game with Goodison on the back no the shots throw. on target
0: from either team before yeah, that by the way yeah. we know what we yeah.
1: Burnley play yeah. Burnley amass as to what they do at times aren't they it's going to be a physical game it's going to be a lot of long balls uh, from them you know we, we wait to see how, how Ancelotti is going to set us off um, but I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to to seeing what he does do with that side I know obviously the, the transfer window around the corner but as much as people are saying he's been guaranteed funds for January, I still don't see us dipping into the market. Of great. I think a couple of loans, as we said already when, when Silva was there, a couple of loans are probably key. A few out of the door are definitely key. It will depend a lot on the outs, won't it? Yeah, it will. It will. It yeah. depends on who goes. Yep. You know, we were talking about Cenk Sossen, Umar Nias maybe, people like that. I think, you know, the would like to snag them, but we will have to hang around because of the injuries to centre midfield. Uh, but there'll be probably be two or three for me out the door. Uh, and we can
0: have Mertens and Insigne as well, please. last <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and yeah. On, on the
1: on deadline day. Yeah. But no, we, we'll see, we'll see, but it's a great way for, for the managers to start at home to Burnley, and I just hope that we can get a, a win early doors, just get to get up the table and then uh, just just take that pressure off a little bit going into, as we just said, a decent, a decent run against Bar City on New Year's Day. Got a real decent run now until we play Arsenal. In the, the middle end but the,
0: arguably though to caveat that against teams that have we've struggled against yeah. because of the fact they sit off And yeah. um, have we got the guile to break these teams down you know what I mean so I mean look you'd rather that than playing five or six games yeah. against the top five as we, as we have been, Yeah, we um, been but you are right I mean it's an opportunity to start off with a winning run here because Burnley aren't playing great um, we've just got to make sure that you know try and get start off with a win and, and, and get a bit of momentum going isn't it if we can you know get four out of five wins you suddenly, right? I've said to you boys outside, you know, off air here The league, the league is absolutely shocking this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fact that what Sheffield United are fifth. Um, yeah,
1: they'll bronches. Yeah,
0: they will the Yeah. So do you know what I mean? So from that point of view, I mean, like, you know, this is, this is a real opportunity to get going. Mate. A real opportunity. Well, we had a good Boxing Day against them last year, didn't we? What was the score last year? What was it? Five two. It was
1: a five one. Five one. Five, one. It was, a five, one? Yeah, was it? Yeah. Oh, that
0: was away. wasn't it. Sorry, yeah, away from home. Yeah, yeah. But um, we'll have to wait and see. But I think um, going back to the uh, actual game itself, I think I think we should win that. I think if we put that, if we put a you know any sort of shift in, the players you know have got the time to recover now. Um, what we've got four or five days. You know, from playing three games in six days, you've got to think that they're going to.
1: The recovery time I think is key. I think as much as we don't my like daily kick off on a Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, um, it's given the players now a good few days to sort of rest up. Uh, they'll be back in tomorrow, they had, they had Sunday off back in on Monday, obviously and sort of with media bits and pieces and what have you. So I, I, don't, I can't see a lot changing, but then obviously Carlo will then be on the 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 pitch because of the players in more detail and um, yeah they've got a, they've got a, like, a nice little little bit of time to rest but before obviously we have to play two games in, in three days which is a nightmare but that's that's a Christmas the Christmas run of games for you um, but before we, we have a quick chat with you because what are your thoughts on the, the score for the day do we think we can get a first win for Carlo
0: yeah I, for me I think. Um Start off get it. if we get an early goal, I think we win two or three nil for me. i say I'm gonna say three nil. Um, I think Moyes Keane will get his first goal. Yeah. Uh be poetic. <laughs> I think um, I think uh, the other goals, I think with Charleston's due a goal. Um he's our been our best player for me this season. Uh, I think he'll get a couple, so it'll be them and Keane one three nil. Peace. Two nil. Calvert Lewin with Charleston straight to the point. very succinct
1: 1-0
0: Typical yeah. <laughs> 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 Italian result
1: Yeah, yeah, 1-0 yeah. defend all game 1-0 yeah. Yeah. I think um, I think Lucadino slot free kick second half and it'll be, it's, it's just going to be it'll be a tight game I think because um, I mean, he's not going to wear miracles in the space no, he's in a few not. days let, no, he's let, let's get our expectations correct from the, the onset but I think we'll get the win but I mean, he's
0: a tactical. He's a very tactical, tactically clever manager, um, Ancelotti. But he's also very well renowned as being a great man manager, isn't he?
1: Yeah. He's played a I lot think. of
0: different systems, hasn't he? Yes. He started off with a four-four-two a Palmer, yeah. and then rejigged that. Ancelotti is. Um, by all accounts, responsible for the invention of the Christmas tree formation. Was he so a very, very f- Venables? Yeah, very timely, t- very that's a that's timely fact, fact for you. Yeah, piece, thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. as you, you got the uh, the paints as you on that piece. <laughs> well,
0: I believe he was the first manager to bring it in at Milan and that that was a big foundation of his uh, success at Milan wasn't he playing the two attacking mid- midfielders behind a central striker so, yeah, so yeah. it shows
1: you that he's a thinker he? do you know what I mean and that's, no, that's but a, he,
0: more importantly for me and he's a good man manager he's a very good man is, manager is, he, seems, you know I mean? he seems to adapt the system to fit the players but he said yeah. this
1: and he said, he, he said uh, I think it was an extract from a book from a few years ago that he, that he brought out about there's no one system that you, that you instil on the players they need to know numerous systems and that's yeah. I, I want to be we're crying there. out for that yeah, course, flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, yeah, that's the key word. Plan B's. Yeah, Exactly, right. We've been saying under on under on a few minds about Martes as we he saying, had no Plan B. People were saying the silver had no Plan B. Um, so let, let's see let's see what he does. But let's hope we can get the win against Burnley and, and go to up to Newcastle in a, in a decent frame of mind because they got a win as well. Uh, that Almiron scored his first goal for the club, I think, um, against Crystal Palace. Got a win, you know. So they're they're, they're a funny side, aren't they? You know, as you said, they, the, the league's so funny this season, where you've got these sides uh, like well, they're, they're, they're right top, top ten, aren't they? They're right yeah, yeah. 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 Right yeah. They pick up, they pick up wins, aren't they? Where you know last season they they, they were drawn and they some like
0: games. seven eight points better off yeah. than Benitez was with them last
1: season. So. Which, and, and look, look at the uh, the up when they brought in yeah, Bruce. Steve, Bruce, Steve yeah. Bruce, you know. So you've got to you've got a off of, you know, to him. I mean, they're sitting ninth like, at the moment, level points with United, um, one above Burnley. So you know. We are where we are, but we went there last season, we got beat 3-2, and we were 2-0. Two two yeah. Flying first half looked absolutely sensational, and the wheels just fell off. Remember when when uh, so Silver brought on Gary Mina? who mm. went to three centre halves, and it was just like, it was just an absolute fell apart, pesky, disaster. Yeah. But, that
0: was a mentality issue again, we were talking about them, wasn't it? Yeah. Um,
1: that's one thing that Carlo's got to address, because mentality is, is, is so important in football, and you know, trusting yourself to, to see games out, manage games better, that's yeah. what game management's and that's something
0: to play that played in there he got to learn uh, but yeah I mean, you know, when you look at Sigurdsson yesterday who, 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 who again by the way was deplorable yesterday so like 20 passes he made all game in midfield he was our captain he's not a leader is he so no. we need. I think he needs to bring someone in there you know I mean he famously had Gattuso and Ambrosini at, at AC Milan didn't he both of them were, you know great leaders um, so he needs to bring that type of character for me someone in there we all thought that Delph could be the answer to that I don't think he is no. he's never fit and when he is fit I think you know, I don't think he's an out and out leader if I'm honest. Um, but um, look, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. But um, I do think um, the Newcastle game will be a tricky one, yeah. compared to the Burnley one. You'd, you'd fancy he's in Burnley, but I think Newcastle will be tricky, yeah, you know. yeah,
1: yeah. No, of course, of course. But I think you know, let's, let's just hope we can go get three points around to Burnley, Newcastle. A bit tricky away from home. It'll be Baltic up there, no doubt. It's always cold up, uh, up in Newcastle. The fans are three miles from the uh, the centre circle and will really lash us. But I just hope that you know this field good factor can continue. Um Ancelotti can kind instill his style of play early on on the uh, on the players and the players and the and they're going to for me. I think they're going to get on board with it and, and you know we can see we, we've brought in an absolute world-class manager here with all the pieces are in place in terms of for me the backroom side of things you've got a world-class manager you've got Marcel Brands doing what he does Ancelotti's always with the director of football so let's let's we're getting things right now sort of off the field almost we need to now put that onto the, onto the, uh, the field of play uh, but let's have a quick a quick round of, of predictions for Newcastle thoughts on that
0: I think it'll be a tight game I think it being 1-1 1 1, yeah. I think it'll be uh, hopefully on the back of a win, like I said, but I think I can see is our away form will improve gradually, not straight mm-hmm. away. So I can yeah. see it being 1 1. Big pitch. Ancelotti, I think, will get us playing better football. I'm saying 2 0 win.
1: 11
0: the manager bounce, beat, is he? <laughs> I'm going to go with
1: uh, Alex Awobi and a Yemi Wiener header. If Awobi's fit, if, if, you, if he's fit, yeah. Um, I'm going to say 2 1 against Newcastle. Um, I think, I think Moise is going to bag. We're going to see him more now, Moise Keane, in an Ancelotti system. Uh, his, his confidence is going to be right up. Um, having, obviously, an Italian-speaking manager as well. So I think Moise Keane's going to bag. I think calvert was going to bag. Same as last year, header, bottom corner, 2-1 Everton. We're having a happy Christmas before travelling to the, the Etihad uh, on New Year's Day. Well, lads, enjoy today a little bit different. hope our, our listeners have a... I've enjoyed things and, and enjoyed a little bit of a, a change. I know we've had a few little interruptions along the way, but listen, that's part and parcel of being on the road. Filming on location. On location, on location, which we, we might do a little bit more often. Yeah, um, it's been nice, as, isn't as it? As the season it's goes on, nice. we'll give you a little food reviews as we go. Uh, places to eat. You know the the, the the coffee. How good the coffee is. because by the way, the, the dessert we just had, which we haven't mentioned, was absolutely sensational, wasn't it, Pete?
0: Sticky toffee. Mm.
1: Sticky toffee pudding with a bit of cinnamon on. Little scoop of vanilla
0: ice cream—that was a tea sensation, that. So um, you'll be bringing the missus here next, won't you? Mean? Come before come back again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, before we finish, I've got uh, you to a little a little present as well. Um, oh, excellent I bought you, pay, you, you. I, I bought for you the meal. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> B- better than that. Uh, Carlo's book's called Quiet Leadership. Oh
1: yeah.
0: And uh, I've bought you a little both, both a little oh, copies. It's been on my wish list, that you know, for a while. On your wish list. You? No, even before you started manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Good, read, good read. Good nice. read. Yeah. Yeah. We've we got your not so. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, boys. <laughs> Cheers, I mean, boys. one-way street, this. It is, it yeah. is, yeah. It's all, it's all from you. It's all uh, Take, take, take with me, and Pete. Mm. But uh, before we finish, favorite favorite uh, Christmas song, Pete. I'll go with Mud. It'll be lonely this Christmas. is <sighs> oh, <that's> a, <laughs> a great show <laughs> <laughs> Lee. Oh, I've, I've, there's
0: too many, mate. I haven't got. I haven't got any. I've, I haven't got any off the cuff now, I can probably say. Dean Martin's probably my favourite then.
1: Dean Martin's your favourite?
0: Dean Martin Christmas track, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. We likes Harry Harry and hey. I like the older ones. The I, older I ones. Yeah,
1: my, my favourite's Nakim Cole, the Christmas song, absolutely classic. What was Dean Martin's one? Well he, he did do a version of um, Silver Bells, but that was more Jim Reeves, wasn't it? Jim Reeves did Silver Bells. If you know what Dean Martin sang at Christmas levels, was because he hasn't got a clue. Just likes his voice by all accounts. He's got a great voice, Dean, right? Yeah. Well, lads. Stop, lad. Appreciate it. Great show. Thanks everyone for listening. We wish you all.
0: Let it snow. It was. You just did something here, mid-song. Sorry, fall. sorry. Let it snow. Let it snow. Great track. Excellent.
1: Excellent. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great Christmas, everyone. We appreciate obviously taking it, uh, taking the time to listen to us. this, this, this will be a great Christmas Christmas night when all the family have annoyed you. Show us on. Have a listen before the Boxing Day game. Have a great time, great time off work if you are, great time with your family and we'll catch up with you between Christmas and New Year before we go away to Manchester City.
0: The Unholy Trinity Podcast. Three blues, three opinions, one Everton Podcast.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.